Welcome to Harmony Christian Church Podcast. For more information about us, visit HarmonyChurchFamily.org. Well, good morning, everyone. Good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. God is good. Do you notice how many songs that we sing that declare who God is and also declares who we are in Him? I love it. We were having a Christmas, our Christmas on New Year's here at the building here for our extra large family. And we had a praise and worship session. We had uh, about seven different ones within our family that are on a praise and worship team in one of four different churches. And so we had praise and worship that night, and it was just awesome. We were singing Waymaker, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light of the Darkness. That is who you are. We were in that segment of that is who you are, that is who you are. We're singing that over and over and little Nora, she's six years old. She was in here with her roller skates on. And she, about that time, she come by us and she stopped and she said, we're all singing, that is who you are. She said, wait a minute. Doesn't Jesus know who he is? <laughs> so we sat her down. We had a nice Bible study. <laughs> but you know, when we're singing those songs... It's a good proclamation because we're reminding ourselves who God is in our lives and we're reminding ourselves who we are in Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to make a a little more emphasis on uh, Brian Wise's upcoming series over in uh, Fallerton. I would really like to see several of us going over to that. It's going to be very, very good. I was sitting down and Brian was kind of explaining some of this lesson to me, understanding judgment. We do have a tremendously misunderstanding of how judgment works. And uh, it's going to be an excellent, excellent series. So I really do uh, encourage you to take part of that if you can. We've had some uh, interesting things take place this week, have we not? The uh, breach of the uh, White House. There's talk of uh, Trump impeachment again or so many things going on from what I understand there's some pretty interesting uh, things that's taken place even this morning uh, and, uh, over in the Middle East and so uh, we really need oh dear what I do uh, here we go we really do need to be in constant prayer and Here's the thing, I want to I say to you once again, last week and even the week before we talked about do not fear, amen, do not fear, regardless of what takes place, do not fear, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind, hallelujah. Let's see my first verse here, out of the New Living Translation, Hebrews 1 and verse 9 says this, you love justice and hate evil. That's who our God is. He loves justice and He hates evil. So God hates everything that's going on more than what we do. He loves justice, but He hates evil. And one of these days, judgment is going to divide those and give them their proper reward. Amen? 
You love justice and hate evil. Now this is really talking about Jesus Christ, our Savior. Therefore, O God, your God has anointed you, poured out the oil of joy on you more than anyone else. He's poured out His anointing of joy. Now do you know that everything that Jesus Christ has, we have also. Why? Because we are joint heirs, as you talked about. We're heirs of the King. That's why joy is one of the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness. It's fruit of the Spirit. So all of those things, all of those fruit are in Jesus Christ. Christ in us, the hope of glory, means that we have those same things within us. Now, isn't it interesting that it says he give him the uh, anointing, the oil of joy. Oil was anointing. Now, we, what we do today when we anoint someone, we take a little bit of oil, put it on our finger, and we put a cross on our forehead, and oh, isn't that really the Christian thing to do? Hey, back in Jesus' time, whenever you were anointed, there was a flask of oil, and the entire content was poured upon your head, and it came down, like in my situation, through my beard, and it went into my clothing, and it went all the way, and it settled. That's why the hem of the garment is where people wanted to touch, because the anointing eventually settled in the hem of the garment. That was, that was a, I mean, they were basked in oil. That's why the woman who uh, was washing Jesus' feet with her tears and had the flask of oil, it was an entire flask. So I think it's very interesting that we have this anointing of joy, of joy, this oil of joy. He didn't say that he anointed him with healing, even though he was. It didn't say that he anointed him with uh, deliverance, even though he was. Jesus was anointed in every area of his life, amen? But it specifically says that he was anointed with the oil of joy. Therefore, we as believers, we need to be going through what's going on today in joy. Now, that doesn't say that love, joy, peace, patience, that you're supposed to have the fruit of the Spirit only when things are going right. It doesn't say that we're supposed to be a person of joy just whenever things are joyous. I'm just wanting to encourage you this morning before I get into my message. This isn't my message. But I'm wanting to encourage you this morning. We as believers of the Most High God, we should not be the ones who are being affected by all of this stuff just like the world is. We should be rising up above this thing, showing people how that you're supposed to walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. Because you are with me. My rod, thy rod, and thy staff, they comfort me. And so we can go through life. We can go through trial. We can go through tribulation with the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Think about this. He had the oil of joy upon his life, but he was going to go to the cross. He was going to be crucified. And the Word says that for the joy that was set before Him, 
What was set before him? Torture. But for the joy that was set before him, he fulfilled what God had for him. Now, let's you and me go out into this lost and dying world that is scrambling to find out what in the world is going on. And let's show them how you live this life in a joyous, victorious way. Will there be trials? Will there be tribulations? How many times have you heard me say this? Absolutely there will be. But praise be to God who overcame the world. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to uh, share some things I feel that the Lord has laid on my heart for you this morning. But first of all, let's start out with a Charlie Whistler joke. <laughs> Have any of you had Charlie tell you, is Charlie even here? I don't see him this morning. Have any of you had Charlie tell you a joke? Oh, yeah. He te- yeah, he's told most of us jokes. He told me a joke the other day. He called me on the phone, was asking me for a phone number. So he, he said, I got a joke for you. And I said, well, sure you do. <laughs> he said, there's this college student who was taking zoology courses. Zoology is the study of animals. Well, he had a test coming up, and this test was going to be specifically on birds. And so he studied birds. He thought he was really ready for this exam, and he goes to to the uh, to class and he sits down and up on the stage the professor had set several taxidermy birds but he had them all covered except for their legs and the professor said okay what I want you to do now is I want you to go through and name each of the birds according to their legs and he said oh my he said I didn't study that I studied I, I thought I was ready but I didn't study that So he thought, I might as well just get up and leave. So he gathered up his stuff, and he started heading out the door. And the professor said, wait a minute there, young man. What is your name? He turned around, and he said, well, if you're so smart, you tell me what my name is. (laughs) That was a good one. Thank you to Charlie. (laughs) Okay, I want to talk to you this morning about wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. I don't think we have a good understanding of how to wait on the Lord. You know, I worked uh, 27 years at UPS. This, is, this hat goes back to the 1970s. I mean, it's like a rag. Even the bill is like a rag. Uh, I've had this thing for many, many years. I worked there 27 years. We were on a very tight schedule uh, with a lot of pressure from management. And I became well-trained in not being a good waiter. Here's a scenario on, on the route. I go out and I make a delivery. Okay, I go to Donna's Beauty Shop and I lay down all the product there at the desk and she's busy on the telephone so I'm standing there waiting to get a signature and then she has to inform one of her employees about something anyway there's all these kind of delays going on 
And I'm standing there thinking, you're going to make me wait a minute for your five-second signature. Do you realize, now this is what can go through, it doesn't go through my mind, but this is what could go through my mind. <laughs> hey there, good to see you guys. You're going to make me wait a minute for a five-second signature. Do you realize that I have 120 stops today? If I wait a minute at every one of my stops, at the end of the day, that's two hours? <laughs> two hours that while I'm still out hustling bundles, you are with your family, you're at your ball game. And I just learned to not be a very good person at waiting. Now, in my marriage, however, <laughs> Jackie has been in the process of training me how to be a good waiter. Show me the picture there. This is something that I do a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the car, and this could be in front of Kohl's, this could be in front of Walmart. This could be in front of Meyer. This could be in the parking lot of Hobby Lobby. And I wait. And so she's training me to be a better person at waiting. And what we can do is we can take that time that we are waiting and we can waste it. Or what I try to do is I try to make that time productive and I'll take my computer with me or I'll take my iPad with me and I will study. I will uh, do uh, a devotion. Uh, I'll, I'll write down notes of thoughts that I'm having concerning the things of God. I'll try to make it a, a productive time. But isn't that how we kind of think of waiting? How good are you? How good are you? At waiting. Do you like to wait in checkout lines? Do you like to wait an hour for your food at the restaurant? Do you like to wait a half an hour at your doctor appointment? How often do you hurry up and wait? Seems like I do a lot of that. I hurry up and wait. Well, UPS, as I said, trained me to be poor at waiting. Jackie's training me to be good at waiting. And what I want us to see this morning is this waiting on the Lord is not the same as that kind of waiting. Isaiah, well, let's look at Psalm 27, 14, first of all. It says this, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Now, I really do believe if we took a survey, there would be few of us who really understand what this verse is talking about. I know I've struggled through it for much of my life. How do I wait on the Lord? Isaiah 40, 31, you probably know this verse. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. 
So how do we wait? What's the typical mindset of waiting? I think most of us have the mindset of this here. Of just sitting and waiting. And in the meantime, while we're sitting and just waiting on the Lord, our mind can be going a hundred different directions. Do you do that? I'll sit here and I think, okay, I'm going to concentrate on the things of God. I'm going to just wait. Lord, I'm just waiting on you. And then the next thing is I think of a project that needs to be done. And then I think of something else that needs to I'll think of someone I need to call. Or I think of someone I need to go visit. And the next thing you know, your mind is all over the place. And you call that waiting on the Lord? It's not at all. To wait, to look for, to hope, to expect, to look eagerly for, to linger for, and here's the one I like the best, to lie in wait for, as in an ambush. To lie in wait for, as in an ambush. Let's take a look at a picture or two here. What's one way that we do an ambush? How you like that for a tree stand? That's pretty cool, isn't it? This, that's one way that we set up an ambush, isn't it? We get in a tree stand and we wait for the deer to come by. We set up an ambush for that rascal. Let's look at the next one. How would you like to go to your tree stand and find that? <laughs> okay, the next one. Here's the deer hunter in his tree stand. Now, while he's there, see, he's setting up this ambush. And while he's there, he's going to be using all of his physical senses to spot a big buck. He's going to be listening intently for what's going on in the woods. He's going to be looking and scanning the area. He's going to be doing everything he can do to try to pick up on a buck coming into his area. And that's what this is talking about, about when it says wait upon the Lord. He's waiting on a deer to come by. That's the same thing we should be doing whenever we're waiting upon the Lord. We should be intently involved. We should be looking and scanning the area. We should be listening for everything that we can listen for to pick up on where he's at, for what he's doing, and to get in his presence. See, we, he has high expectations. And he's intently into this thing. Do I have another picture there of a guy in a tree stand? Give me the other guy in a tree stand. This is, what, this is what we, maybe I don't have it in there. I had another guy who was asleep in his tree stand. That's what, what happens to us sometimes. We'll spend a little bit of time and then we'll do a little bit of reading and then the next thing you know we're getting sleepy. We're not intent about it. We're not even intentional about it sometimes. And we need to have this high anticipation of His presence. Hallelujah. Now, imagine with me being a, a group of cowboys. You've got a picture there of a cowboy. Perched on a ridge, hiding behind the boulders. And they're waiting on the Wells Fargo stagecoach with the box of treasury up on top. Uh, we've seen that western, haven't you? They've set up an ambush. They're waiting. 
they are not passively, they're not being nonchalant about looking out for the stagecoach by, coming by. They've done a lot of planning. They have thought about this. Where is it that the stagecoach goes? What's his path? What about listening for him, for that stagecoach? What about us having a plan together so that whenever it does arrive, we're going to hop into action? And so this lookout, this waiting upon the Lord is not just passively sitting on a park bench waiting on Him to come by. This is an active thing that we should be doing. We should be seeking after Him. We should be asking for Him. We should be engaged. We should be anticipating the arrival. Praise the Lord. Now, I have to throw in a disclaimer here. We are technically in His presence all the time. Amen? He says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. So technically, we're in His presence all the time. But it's much like the song that we sing that goes along this line about uh, uh, we need to become more aware of His presence. What's the other part of that, Paul? Feel the glory of His goodness. Be aware. Be more aware of your presence. That's what we should be doing. Yes, He is with us all the time, but we are human beings. And we get caught up in what's going on with COVID. We get caught up with what's going on in politics, and the next thing you know, the presence of God doesn't seem so present. But it still is. So we have to become more aware. I have to become aware that He's right here with me just as much right now as what He is whenever... I'm going to the doctor's office. Or whether I'm going through some situation with one of my kids or my grandkids. Whatever is going on, he's still right there. I just need to become more aware of his presence. And that's what we do when we're waiting. We are waiting and we are anticipating, but we are becoming aware that he, his presence is right there and he wants to be there with you more than you want to be there with him. Hallelujah. So our spiritual awareness, whenever we're sitting and we are waiting upon the Lord, our spiritual awareness needs to be heightened. Hallelujah. Our spiritual senses take notice of the atmosphere. And we can even change the atmosphere. Think about that. You can change the atmosphere. If you're griping and complaining all the time, that is not the atmosphere to begin to sense the presence of the Lord. So we can change the atmosphere. You know, the atmosphere in your home is up to you. Thank God there's, there's homes around out here. Man, they're full of peace. They're full of love. But there's other homes probably within us sitting here this morning too. Maybe your home is filled with turmoil and tension. You see, it's our job to change that atmosphere. And when we change that atmosphere, we put ourselves in the presence of God. We become more aware of His presence. Hallelujah. You know, the deer hunter, he doesn't go to the mall hoping for an encounter with a buck. The fisherman doesn't go to a dry place hoping to encounter fish. He goes to where there's water. 
And I think there's a lot of Christians who are in a dry place trying to encounter the Lord. But let me say this, God's gracious and He's good and He's kind. And because of His love for you, He may encounter you even when you're in the dark, in the dark place and in the dry place. But that's just because He's so loving and kind and gracious. There's a responsibility that you and I have. The Word says in James 4, 8, it says for us to draw near to Him. And then He says, then I'll draw near to you. Who's the responsibility on to draw near? It's our responsibility to draw near to Him. And then He'll draw near to us. We have the responsibility. So we can't wait passively and expect that he's going to come by and bless our socks off. He's wanting to, but the responsibility is ours to get in his presence, to sit down before him. I, I know God's going to be here on Sunday mornings. That's why I want to be here. I know God is in certain meetings, so I want to be there. I know God is in, in the presence of certain people. I want to be around them. I put myself in the path of where I know He's going to be. And that's what the deer hunter or the fisherman do. They put themselves in the path to obtain what they're wanting to obtain. We need to be putting ourselves in the path of obtaining Him. Hallelujah. How do we draw near? We draw near by prayer. We draw near by Bible study. We draw near by uh, church services, meditation, pondering, prayer time, and also worship. Worship is so vitally important when it comes to drawing near to the Lord, waiting upon the Lord. You know, whenever we have praise and worship, they start out, it's not their job to entertain us. It's it's their, what they're trying to accomplish, what Paul and the team is trying to accomplish is to lead us into the presence of the Lord. There again, is His presence already here? It most certainly is. But they're helping us to become more aware of His presence. So if you're just sitting there and you're not taking part, I'm asking you this morning to repent of that and be, begin to become an active participant in praise and worship. You need to be entering in and seeking after the presence of the Most High God. There should be an excited anticipation. I'm so glad I'm married to that little gal right down there because she spurs me on to be excited and to want to pursue Almighty God. Maybe you don't have that. I'm sorry. I've got her. You can't have her. <laughs> so you may be in a situation where you're going to have to muster this up yourself. I don't know what your situation is, but I do know one thing. It's sure good to have someone who spurs you on, who encourages you to get into this thing. You know, I don't think uh, there's very many believers that really have tr trans, uh, transitioned 
into this operating in the spirit rather than just operating in the flesh. You know, whenever we're not seeking God, whenever we're just sitting on the park bench waiting on him to just happen to stroll by, you're not transitioning over into the spirit realm. Right now in the atmosphere, there's FM signals, there's AM signals, there's, uh, there's analog signals, there's all kinds of things in the airwaves. If you have the right receiver, you can pick up those signals. If you want to listen to Whoa, Whoa, 1190 AM, all, all you need right now is have your little radio. You can tune into 1190, and it'll bring it in. Why? Because that, that's in the air. It's the same way in the Spirit. When we were born again, you was given the right receiver to pick up the Holy Spirit. The frequency of the Holy Ghost is all around. And you have the receiver on the inside of you that can pick that up. First of all, you have to believe it. And secondly, you have to use it. So use that Holy Ghost radio on the inside of you and begin to tune that thing in to what's going on all around us. Yeah, there's COVID going on. Uh-huh, yeah, feel that? Sure feel that vibration. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in the political realm. Uh-huh, yeah, we all pick up on that, don't we? How about we begin to pick up on what God's doing in the midst of all this? And you can, if you've been born again, if you've received Jesus Christ as your Savior, you have the right receiver on the inside of you to know exactly what God's doing in these days. And I'll tell you, is it concerning? It sure is concerning, but it's not worth worrying over. It's not worth, it, worth being fearful about. It's not worth getting all worked up because God's got all this. It may not turn out just the way we'd like for it to. Your everyday routine may not be just like the way you'd like it. But if you're tuned into God, the only thing that should matter to us is His will and not ours. Hallelujah. Psalm 27, 14, once again, it says this, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. There again, He doesn't throw in the disclaimer, Wait on the Lord and be of good courage as long as everything is going good. Isaiah 40, 31 but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. I'd say most of us in here probably need our strength renewed. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's the way I want to walk out my Christian life. In strength and in power. Not my own, but His. Hallelujah. Now give me the picture of David Duplessis. Let me tell you a story. David Duplessis. David Johannes Duplessis. He was on the cover of Charisma magazine at one time. Charisma had listed him as in the top ten of the most influential Christians of our modern times. 
He was 82 years old when he passed away in 87. In 1985, I was at a full gospel businessmen's meeting right up the road here at Chisholm's Corner. You all know where Chisholm's Corner is at. Well, back in the day, that was a booming little place. And we had some booming little full gospel businessmen's meetings. Buzz Charles was president of the full gospel businessmen's meeting at, at one time. Um, I was sitting there having our supper. We'd have a supper, and then we'd have a speaker. And I was sitting beside this 80-year-old gentleman, nicely dressed, hair white and combed back. And we was just having a great conversation. He was just pouring the word into me, and I, was real, I had no idea who this guy was, but he was just sharing things with me. It was so good. And come to find out after we finished our meal, he's our speaker for the evening. Had no idea. And it was David Duplessis. There I had this opportunity to sit beside this giant in the faith and had no idea who he was. Before he got up to go speak, we had this little waitress waiting on us, and she was just doing a great job. And he told her a couple different times, said, you're just doing a fine job waiting on us. And um, then he, as she went away one time, he said, now you know how to wait on the Lord, don't you? I said, well, sure I do. <laughs> no, I said, no, you know, really, honestly, I don't think I do understand how to wait on the Lord. He said, now this is a, a different way than what I've shown you here, waiting on the Lord as far as the anticipation, ambushing God. But this still works. He said, you see that little waitress, how she's waiting on us, doing a great job? He said, that's what we should be doing with the Lord. Wait on Him. Serve Him. Do whatever He asks of you. If He wants something, you go do it. If He's speaking to you about something, you be on high alert and you listen to everything that He says. Just the way that a waitress or a waiter should do at your table. Amen? That's the way you and I should be operating in this whole thing. We should be on high alert to hear for, for everything that He has to say to us. Every instruction, every wish that He has, every command, every demand, every request that He has of us, we should be at high alert to take that in and to respond to it. So waiting is not this passive thing where you just sit down and, well, what have, you, what have you been doing about that situation in your life? Yeah, I'm just waiting on God. No, you're not. You're wasting time. Let's wait on the Lord. Let's, let's go to our hiding place. And let's go in and seek Him with all of our heart. Let's desire to hear from Him passionately. Let's yearn to hear from the throne. That's waiting on God. So what I'm saying to all of us this morning, if you are being so passive, will you please get delivered from passivity? I'll tell you one of the last things that I want on my tombstone is that he was a good guy.
It doesn't take a whole lot to be a good guy, I don't think. I want to be a God guy. I want to be one who knew how to turn, tune in to the Spirit of God. I want to be one who knew how to walk in the favor of God. And don't you know that favor is perfect peace and perfect joy? That's favor. Oh, a lot of people want favor so they can have some nice stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, nice stuff just happens to come along with some of it. But that's not what I'm after. I'm after the joy of the Lord. I'm after the peace of God. I'm after the love that only the Holy Spirit can give and work through me so that I can love others like He loves. Those are the things I want. All the other stuff is just benefits. Forget not His benefits. Hallelujah. So, as we are waiting on God for 2021, I think we're going to find great fulfillment. Does that word sound familiar? Amen. Let's stand. Let me make uh, this appeal to you too. Financially, Harmony's doing really good. But I just want to challenge you. Do you know whenever God asks us to give, it's not because He needs it. He knows we need it. So I'm challenging you this morning to be faithful in your giving. If you're watching by, uh, by TV, I encourage you to be faithful in your giving. We want God's hand to continue to be upon this ministry. We want God's hand to continue to be upon you. So uh, just be faithful in your giving. Many, I'd say most of you have, and we are grateful for that. Praise the Lord. But uh, God has some great things to do here in 2021, and uh, it does take money. And so be faithful in your giving. Uh, give, and it should be given unto you. Good measure pressed down, running over. And I don't give so that it will be given back to me. I give because he tells me to give, and uh, he blesses me for it. And he'll bless you for it as well. Also, as we are going through 2021, <clears throat> I'm looking forward for, to some tremendous testimonies of how you are coming into a greater fulfillment of what God's doing in your life. And one of the things that we're all going to have to do is learn how to wait on the Lord in the proper way. Father, we bless you for today. Thank you for this word. I pray that you do something with it beyond my abilities. And I thank you, Lord, for this fellowship of believers that you have pulled together we are jointly fit together and we can do great and mighty things because of our lord and savior jesus christ we give you the glory and the praise and everyone said amen god bless you